Welcome, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lord Petty Podcast. I am pleased to be here. It's an honor to be here and uh, talk to all y'all lovely folks, wherever y'all at. Y'all down in the holler, y'all hanging out in the city, y'all chilling with y'all wives, y'all chilling with your side pieces, y'all cats walk in the room, start fucking shit up when you're trying to record a goddamn podcast. Doesn't even matter. But I tell you what, um, back by popular demand, I got my, my cousin. My cousin Steve came back. What's up, Steve? Hey, what's up, brother? Hey, you know, I didn't I didn't know the people wanted me back that bad, but hey, you pop down over there, god damn it. Yeah, pussy's trying to fuck shit up right now, trying to get at the casting couch. I don't even know why the hell I'm sitting on this thing. I feel like I'm sitting on a fucking whoopee cushion full of cum. Well, you kind of are, except it uh, doesn't make funny noises, but hopefully uh, you're here to make some funny noises, Steve. Hey, man, I'll do what I can. I'm just lucky that Tina let me out of the goddamn house tonight. I'm happy she did, dude. Let's, you know, before we dive into things, because i got a lot of things I want to talk to you about, I just want to let everybody know, uh, here on the Lord Pity Podcast, we do not do interviews, all right? I'm not here to interview anybody. I'm here, uh, this is my co-host, okay? This isn't an interviewee. This is my co-host, and the home is Steve. We are uh, equals on this show, and, um, you know, I appreciate you coming out here from the holler. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Honestly, the only time I've ever co-hosted anything, we had a banquet at the trailer park, and, uh, you know, Randy called me up and said, hey, man, can you co-host this thing with me? And I said, sure, why Why can't you do it? And he goes, well, I'm going to be drunk by three. And I said, brother, I'm already drunk. God damn. <laughs> like, what the hell you think this is going to be, a fucking car show? What'd you guys do at the uh, trailer park event? What happens? It's know. kind of a car show if you think about it. I mean, it kind of is, but, you know, some people only have, like, a 250 block in their motorhome, and, you know, I I like to fucking show off the old four-stroke, you know? But when I'm talking about the four-stroke, I fucking pull out the wang and just stroke away, brother. <laughs> Word is uh, you got actually a new trailer. I did. So, you know, Tina and I have been working uh, fucking long days, long nights, man. She's still over at the old Walmart working part-time, and, you know, we've finally pulled some funds together and upgraded from the old double wire got ourselves a nice little modular and shit they're gonna start building that thing so we're looking about mid-may and uh you know finally get off finally get off the old neighbor's septic tank have our own <laughs> billy excited hey billy's excited shit man but i told him you know you, you're gonna have to start picking up a few extra extra shifts at the old uh tp fucking car wash and uh you know, start slinging some bills around because your old man ain't going to be doing it for too much longer. Yeah, come on, Billy. Take, take it easy on old man over here. Hey, man. You know, I've been telling him that for years, but the only thing he wants to do is try and smuggle my whole fucking beer and weed out of the old mason jar. Hey, dude, I got some questions for you because um, I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck in this predicament where I can't decide if I want to pay off since you're kind of this finance expert i don't know if i want to pay off all my debt right now to like do this debt snowball or if i want to um start dumping money into my 401k again because right now i have all my mutual funds on hold because i feel like i want to pay off all the debt but at the same time i'm scared i'm going to lose out on the compound interest how do you feel about that well the only thing i can say is you know with everything that's going on overseas I, you know best thing to do is invest in oil I mean, that shit's getting blown up left and right. And, you know, with everything Trump dropping old bombs and shit, we're going we gonna to need to invest in something a little smarter than just cold hard cash. You know what's kind of scaring me? We'll say it. You heard of this coronavirus? 
coronavirus? What the hell is that? The only thing I heard about is fucking Coors Light virus, and that's a good old hangover. <laughs> no, but it's, uh, it's this thing that's coming from China. From China? Yeah. God damn, the only thing I thought came from China was SARS and sushi. <laughs> no, this come from China too, dude. There's actually a there's a, a guy in Everett. He's patient zero in the United States. How you feel about that? No, that's a little close to home, but you know, as long as he stays on the other side of the trestle and doesn't come over to good old Snohomish, then we're gonna be all right. So here's what I'm kind of worried about. Because remember uh, in the '90s when SARS broke out? Uh, a lot of you don't know. Uh, I, I I work in the aerospace industry, and uh, maybe Snohomish Steve can give me some career advice as well. But um. I'm kind of worried about because Boeing's kind of going in the shitter right now because their 3.7 has been uh, grounded. And uh, one of the things keeping uh, the economy alive is the wide body, right? So uh, if all them Chinese folk, let's say no, nobody's traveling in and out of China, it's really going to take a hit on the economy. And uh, some of the airlines might stop purchasing wide bodies. How you feel about that? Dude, the only thing I can say is if you're traveling in and out of China, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I mean, if it don't have anything to do with stars and bars, then you shouldn't be doing it at all. I heard you uh, are starting a petition right now to get a big flag hung up in the trailer park. You're goddamn right I am. You know, it's a goddamn shame that we don't have that thing flying high and proud every day, you know. I feel like you should be able to kick off your day with 10 minutes of patriotism, you know. Just have a good old Lee Greenwood, God bless the USA, and, you know, fire off a couple buck shots and get your day really going, you know. It, you you don't have to celebrate the 4th of July just on the 4th of July. You can celebrate Independence Day every day, brother. It's fucking freedom. You wouldn't say the 4th of July is the greatest day to be an American? Every day is a great day to be an American, brother. True that. Pew, 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 pew. Hell, shit. If I can't wake up and go pew, pew every day, then I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. Yeah, that's true, dude. Uh, you own a lot of guns? Shit, I got my fucking AR-15 right in front of me, brother. That is true. You did bring I don't know. Why'd you bring that? Why wouldn't I bring it? God damn. I don't know. It is your rat. Yeah. How's the traffic getting out here? Fucking stupid. I don't understand why the hell you live out here in Yuppieville. I couldn't fucking get off across fucking, what is it, 405 or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. The only thing I'm used to is fucking dirt roads and fucking mud pits. Did <laughs> <laughs> you have to actually throw the truck into two-wheel drive to get out here? Shit, dude. The fucking truck stays in four-wheel drive every day. Damn, dude. I love your truck. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you almost got that bitch paid off? Dude, it was fucking 83. I had that thing paid off like fucking 13 years ago. Did you, uh, did you hear that Warren Buffett is selling all of his new pap- newspapers for no profit at all? You hear about this whole... How do you feel about this whole uh, internet and this whole uh, online internet revolution shit going on, you know? Because you're kind of an old school guy, you know? How are you going to feel about not getting the paper delivered to your trailer every morning? Dude, if I don't hear that thing go clang up against the old sheet metal, then I'm a little butthurt. I mean, I got a little flip phone, so, you know, I don't really get internet and get on there and all that shit. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. You don't use the internet? No. What about porn? How do you watch porn? Dude, Tina goes to do the fucking Silver Lake video. There's an adult section in there. <laughs> and they went out of business, and she got me, like, 30 DVDs for Christmas. It was the greatest goddamn thing I ever received. So it is January 31st right now at the time of this recording. Have you watched them all? No, how many times? Just once. Oh yeah, I'm like fucking four or five. Do you? <laughs> are there any? Uh, are there any like prego ones? You into that? No, I ain't into that. And then every time I fucking turn on anything else, it's like, oh yeah, let's bang your stepmom and all that shit. I mean, fuck, you're probably I'm, into that. 
I'm all good for like fucking your cousin or something like that every now and then, but goddamn, fucking stepmom. If it ain't blood, then it ain't right. I think uh, the whole like people being into pregos is the most underrated weird shit ever. You know, like there's people actually out there that are into banging pregos. It's one thing if it's your wife and she's pregnant, but like a lot of people are just into banging pregos. How do you feel about that? Dude, I mean that's how Billy came a little like two weeks early. <laughs> just put a dent in his head or what? <laughs> yeah, dude. You know you showed up at his fucking two year two year birthday and you looked at him like what the hell is that? There ain't no soft spot. That's daddy's dong hitting the head. I figured you just pegged him with the football one day when you were drunk. Well, I've done that a couple times too, but you you know, the old Hebrew hammer done done some work. What the Hebrew hammer? What the hell is that? That's my dick. Why is it Hebrew? Is it uncircumcised or something? Yeah, but you know, it's always good if you don't like something to shove it into something, especially if you're shoving it into the ground. And you know, sometimes I feel like putting in Tina's pussy is like shoving something into the ground. It's like burying it six feet under. Because when it comes out, goddamn, dude, sometimes it just looks like you got a fucking centipede or something like that on there. And it's like, Jesus Christ, woman! I know we take the third bath around here, but fuck. You and uh, you and Tina spent a lot of time together. Oh, we. We try to, but, you know, she works night shifts at the old Walmart, and, you know, I get done over at the mechanic shop and come home, and she's always huffy and puffy and whatnot, saying that I'm spending all the food stamps on Cooler's Light when I should be spending it on other shit. And I said, hey, woman, you know, we've you're out working all night. What the hell am I going to do? I, I can relate to that, dude. Shelly works nights. Yeah, dude, I feel it. it. It sucks, but at the same time, you know, all you got to do is sit around and drink a couple cold ones and, Reminisce on all the good times. Yeah, dude. Um, what was I gonna ask you? Oh, uh, so I mean, you guys, do you guys ever like watch TV together? Did she ever make you watch that show, The Bachelor? Oh, fuck, dude! I don't even want to get into that shit. I kind of do, dude. Have you ever seen that show? Yeah, I fucking watch it religiously every Monday. You know, you got that happy wife, happy life bullshit, and it's one of those things. If I want to get my dick wet, I gotta sit down for fucking two hours every Monday night listening to. 30, 40 dumb white bitches strangling around saying, Ooh, I love this man. They'd be like, dude, you've known him for like fucking 45 minutes. Shut up. I'm kind of into it, dude. It's kind of a dope concept thinking about how like um, all these girls that really just want a loyal boyfriend are watching the show about this one guy that's dating like, you know, 20 chicks. And, uh, you know, none of the girls actually know who the guy is before they go on the show but then they just show up on the show and all of a sudden they're like oh I'm really in love with this guy but who the fuck uh, would actually do that just show up and be in love with this guy especially because you go on Instagram and all the girls are like liking each other's shit cause like when all you wanna bang the same person why would you be liking all each other's shit and acting like you're complete friends so I think the whole show is completely fake but it's great TV and I kinda feel bad for this guy I feel bad for this pilot Pete guy in this current season you're looking at me like how the fuck do you know this much about this because Shadi and I watched this show and um Here's the thing about it, dude. I want to switch up the formula, and I want to start my own reality show. And uh, I want it to be like The Bachelor, and I want the guy to just be a complete scumbag. And I'm not saying you're a scumbag, but I think you'd be a completely perfect guy for the job to go on The Bachelor, where you just have a bunch of ladies fighting for the attention of the home of Steve. But the thing I want you to do is just be an absolute fucking scumbag. So when you watch the show, half the show, like 90% of the show is just this guy straightening out all the girls' drama, right? Like the girls be fighting, be like, oh, this bitch is lying to you about this, this bitch is lying to you about that. And he feeds into the drama. So I'm thinking if we get like a real ass motherfucker like Snohom or Steve in there, you could just act like you believe everything 
fuck them chicks right there, turn on a threesome, then just send them home and send America up in a frenzy, make America great again. Hell yeah. No, I'm all about that. The only thing that pissed me off about that is you get chicks up in a fucking riot all the time. Like, you know, Tina gets pissed off when we all down at the old watering hole. She's like, why are you talking to that woman? I'm like, you know, you watch a fucking show where like 30, 40 chicks are fighting over one dude. Like, homeboy's dating 30, 40 girls at the same time, and yet you're in love with it. So the minute I go and fucking flirt with a girl and say, hey, you better buy me a shot of Jack Daniels, you get all huffy and puffy. Like, I'm trying to flaunt my shit to get a free drink. You should be proud of me. You know, you should look at me and be like, God, I married such a such a fine man. You know, I let the taco meat hang out of the old coveralls every now and then, and chicks love that shit, man. The old chest hair and everything. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, like, I had a threesome back when I was 19 years old, and goddamn, it was the greatest goddamn night of my life. And then, you know, it it's, it's a real shame that shit like that is frowned upon just because this this country's turned into such a turmoil that you know you do one thing wrong and it it just it, it sticks with you for the rest of your life i mean old billy blowjobs got fucking bjs underneath the desk and look at him he didn't turn out how bad <laughs> i know he looks like a goddamn heroin addict right now but shit dude getting bjs in the old oval office shit you know big 45 smashing fucking melania or where the hell it, where the hell that goddamn immigrant's name is right up against the fucking desk <laughs> You think Melania's just fucking throwing them lips around? Which one? The fake ones on her fucking face or the goddamn beef flaps down between her legs? The beef flaps. Do you think them shits open up and start the new fucking Wizard of Oz intro or what? Hey, man, if you ever listen to fucking Bruce or uh, Springsteen by Eric Church, you know that thing just fucking opens up and just starts fucking humming to the doves is that what that song's about springsteen's about the big old pussy opening up and humming to the doves no i don't know every time i fucking th- hear about it though like every time i hear that song i just think of tina and the first time we got together and down we we're four-wheeling and uh you know it it just takes me back every time back when i was like 17 years old and we were down there in the old mud pit and just hanging around listening to some old brucey and you know it just it just it, it brings out a soft side in me man did you jump a lot of fires back in the day? Jump a lot of fire shit, dude. I never stopped jumping fires. <laughs> fucking th- throw back your old 24 rack and fucking pound away, brother. Hey, do you ever watch the show uh, The Bachelorette where it's like all the guys competing for one girl? Dude, that's the dumbest shit, dude. Uh, you know, The Bachelor's dumb, but The Bachelorette is even dumber. It really is, because at least you think, like, female nature, at least, with The Bachelor, like, girls are competitive. Guys, it's just like if everybody's trying to fuck the same chick, you're just like, okay, I'm I'm good. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like the dudes on that show are a little more dramatic, too. Like, grow a fucking pair of balls, fly your goddamn freedom flag, wave your man card, and don't be such a pussy. Yeah, seriously, if I was on that show, I'd be fucking, like, some PAs or something, like some, uh, you know... PAs being personal assistants and whatnot. Like, I'd be, fu- I'd be fucking staff. Like, I'd be pretending that I like the main girl, but meanwhile, she's like making out with Chad. I'd be like railing some sound girl or something like that. Dude, you know, some of those executive producers on that show are just a fucking horn dog ass chicks that are like begging to get dick down because they're like, oh, this girl's getting all the love and attention and everything like that. And I'm, oh, just sorry, old me, fucking Melanie over in the fucking corner. And then you see Snow and Steve Bender over old flower pot and just. <laughs> Hey, man. I mean, 
I'm not going to say that I have or I have not bent a girl over a flower pot and and had some fun, but you know some of the executive producers are uh, fiending for the dick. Dude, I've been trying to get more into literature lately, right? Like, I've been trying to read some of the classics. Like, uh, Boy, you're related to me. I know you can't read. Shut the hell up. I, dude, I've been trying. Like, um, I, I'm going to start, uh, what's it called? Swans, whatever. Uh, uh, God, what's that book called? Fuck, I, what's it called? Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but shit like Moby Dick and like Catcher and like all these like classic literature shit that I've never really read before. Um, I I remember this one book, dude, it's this one, this guy took like 20 years to write this fucking book. Uh, uh, something about, God, what's this shit called? I forget, but anyways, so I've been digging around in literature, right? Trying to like, you know, figure out why the fuck all this shit is. Okay. And I accidentally, uh, I stumbled across this romance novel. It's called Ordinary People. And uh, I had no idea what I was getting into. But uh, it's like this romance novel straight up for women. And I had no idea what I was getting into. I'm right in the middle of it right now. And it's basically about this like ugly smart chick dating like this fucking stud soccer player guy. It takes takes uh, place in London, right? And so the Homer Steve is just looking at the floor like, God damn, fuck all this. And... Um, I th- I think you should try to read a romance novel, dude. Dude, I don't think that would do me any good. I got a book for you, though. What's it called? Mon Comp. <laughs> <laughs> who's that by? What the hell you mean, who's that by? Nah, just kidding, dude. Yeah, you know, a lot of people think that he was a real sack of shit, and don't get me wrong, he really was a sack of shit, but oh God. he did the world. <laughs> oh, God. You did the world, their due diligence. <laughs> hey, we wouldn't be on, hey, the, the fucking B2, V2 rocket would have never existed unless it was for that man. Boeing probably would have never existed if it wasn't for him, but. You Modern know, medicine wouldn't exist, you know? Dude, they say that he had the cure for cancer. <laughs> I'm sure he did, dude. You hear he had like really fucked up bowels, like he was the first person to take uh, bacteria out of somebody else's bowels and put it in his own, because Hitler had like extremely bad flatulence. Dude, the only thing I've ever showed up in my bowhole is cocaine. (laughs) And I am not proud of that. How do you feel about drugs, Steve? I mean, if it ain't going to kill you and you're going to have a hell of a time, then you might as well roll with it. I remember one time I was in Vegas and I was like 19, 20 years old and we were fucking wandering around the old strip and Buddy and I went into a fucking... uh, Bathroom stall together, man, and it was... That was me, by the way. He's being uh, cryptic right now. Oh, shut the fuck up. God damn it. No, this actually happened. Uh, Homer Steve and I went into a bathroom stall when we were uh, very young, and um, we were doing some illegal things in this stall at the time, very long time ago, and uh, all of a sudden we hear a knock at the door, right? And uh, we're both like... Oh, fuck. Yeah, I was straight shit in my pants. Like, I literally didn't know what the hell was going on. I, I either thought that somebody was coming in for a fucking quickie or we were fucked. And so uh, I, we, we, we throw, uh, what, what was it? Was it like Adderall or something? That's what it was, right? Yeah, it was Adderall. We threw it down in the toilet. Yeah, so then we, we throw it in the toilet, right? This, this Adderall, right? Adderall. <laughs> We throw the Adderall on the toilet, 
And then I open up the uh, the stall door, and there's a fucking sheriff standing right there. And there's two of us standing in a bathroom stall together. And I instantly go, he was sucking my dick. Which was not true at all. I will never consent to that shit. <laughs> Okay that, okay, that didn't happen. But that was going to be my alibi. The whole time, that was the first thing that came to my mind because I'm looking at this like big fucking green mile looking dude with the little pocket. Uh, you know, this motherfucker looked like he may as well have had a goddamn mouse on his shoulder. I open up the door and he's like, what are y'all, what are you guys doing in there? And then I wanted to be like, um, he was sucking my dick. Meanwhile, I was turned around taking a piss. I don't know what the hell Yandre was doing, but you know, I was just straight up turned around, act like I was pissing until it yeah, and I just stood there, and I was like, yeah, he just got done sucking my dick. Now he's got to take a big piss. And so the guy, guy grabs me by my shirt, right, and he pulls me really close. He's like, you know, there's two of you in there in one stall. It looks really bad, right? Don't ever let me catch you doing this again. I was just like, yes, sir. Yeah, never going to happen again. That's, yeah, and I ran away. Dude, it is. You know, we've been through some shit together. That's and, true. And I, I reflect on it sometimes, and, and I'm just... I'm really thankful to have, you know, a close family member. I know we don't see each other that much. You don't really return my phone calls. 90% of the time, I don't even fucking remember calling you. But, you know, Tina brings it up all the time. You know, know, maybe I should get some advice, get some shit off my chest and whatnot. And like I said, dude, when I'm shit-faced or when when I'm sober, which is rarely ever, (laughs) I, I just, you know. I, I really genuinely care for you, man, and I, I'm really happy to see that you're over here doing well for yourself, and, you know, driving over here really made me open my eyes and everything and realize what the hell's going on, but I just... Up here in Yep Town? Dude, I can't fucking stand it up here, except the barbecue we went and got tonight was real good. Remember yeah, my- I took Steve to a little uh, country barbecue place close to my place, and then I uh, came home, got to see Shelty for a little bit, we watched the Kobe Bryant tribute. Yeah, R.I.P. Kobe, you know. That, How do you feel about that? Dude, that's been real sad. It's it's one of those things like I'm not really big into uh letting celebrity deaths get to me and whatnot, but somebody like that, you know, I'm a father of five kids and you see see him being a father of four four little girls and everything like that. Like I couldn't even imagine just a day a day without any of them and you know, I, I just really feel feel bad for uh feel bad for his wife you know i don't know who's gonna give her a swiffer on christmas and everything so it's it's one of those things like i don't know what tina would do without me so how about you give all your kids a shout out dude i gotta give all my kids a shout out i got billy bobby got steve jr down home and then i got a little cc shit i don't even know the fucking fifth one (laughs) oh damn you know she's only like four or five months old so sometimes it's just hey you what the hell you doing yeah, she's just still just crawling around, like, biting everything and shit. Yeah, dude, she's like a goddamn fucking piranha, but out of the fish tank. I don't, I just don't get it, you know? It's like having a second dog in the fucking house, and it just, I don't know, it really pissed me off. Like, the other day, I caught her in the old dog bowl, and I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, that's fucking, <laughs> like, goddamn. You know, I work hard to fucking put food on the table, and you're going to sit there and eat the goddamn dog chow. Like, she ever tried chewing on your danners? Dude. Hey, you know the Danners stay in the fucking closet for a reason, man. Danners are there just because, you know, that's American-made shit. So the good stuff stays in the closet. They know that when the Danners come out, Tina and I are going to a nice dinner. <laughs> it ain't no funny about it, man. Like, 
you know, a lot of people like to give me shit and like, you know, how come you don't wear your work boots and everything while you're working? And it's like, well, you know, when I'm at work, I'm rolling out of bed, like half drunk still. So it's not like I'm really working anyways. So that's why the Danners stay fresh. Cause you know, you, you don't want that leather creasing or getting all dirty or anything. Steve, I'm going to I'm going to ask you some questions, okay? I said I didn't want this to be an interview and I kind of want to discuss uh, just like some current issues. I haven't gotten all the current issues, but believe it or not, we've been recording for 25 minutes. What the hell? Hey, time flies when you're having fun, man. Yeah, it's, it's like you know, when I'm out fishing or duck hunting or anything like that and goddamn, I blasted some feathers this year. But uh, you know, Tino called me, she's like, "Where the hell are you at?" And I was like, "Shit, I've only been gone for like 30 minutes." And she's like, "You've been gone for like 4 hours." Hey, speaking of blasting feathers, man, we had a good friend. uh, He got in a car accident today. He blasts a lot of feathers. I just want to send my, uh, I want to send my, uh, my, not condolences, but you know, my thoughts are, my thoughts are with the homie, man. So if you hear this, dude, I hope, hope everything's going well, man. We're, 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 uh, we, uh, we pulling for you, buddy. Yeah. You know, Steve's been hunting with you a couple times and you know, I, I really appreciate your friendship and everything like that, and I really hope everything's going well. I know you just had a little baby girl and whatnot, and you you gotta stay safe out there, man. I know driving home from work and everything ain't the ain't the nicest thing to do, especially when you got Asians and everything all over the road, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. So I'm just I'm really hoping that you know you get home all right, get out of the hospital and whatnot, and get home to get home to your girl and your little baby blessings on blessings man one time this guy there's a story about him where he found <laughs> he he found a deer that got hit by a car and uh so we pulled over and like the sheriff was looking at it and he's like uh can i have that the sheriff was like well i mean sure why not so he threw her in the truck and he took this deer home and he was sitting in his front yard just sawing the deer's head off and then a school bus just like pulled up and was letting all the children off as he was sawing the deer's head off Dude, I'm sorry, but if kids are going to be fucking upset about that, they should drive by the old trailer park. They're going to see something a little more raunchier than a fucking deer's head getting cut off. Like what? Oh, I can't say that on the podcast. Say it. Well, you know, this one time, <laughs> God damn, I feel fucking fucked up for saying this, but... No, nah, don't, dude. It's circle of trust. No, this one time we had our, we had our neighbor and... <sighs> He was banging his sister out in front of the fucking thing right at the school bus stop. And I had all three of my boys get off at the same time. And they didn't even act disgusted. They just started giving him a round of applause. And they knew exactly what the hell was going on. And I just sat there and was like, do I be proud or do I punish him? And then I joined in in the high-fiving and everything like that. And then it just turned into like, a giant trailer park fuck fest. <laughs> I don't know. It was like it was like a weird porno or something like that. I just it was one of those things where it was like trailer park fuck fest. Yeah, but you know, you, sounds like it smells like a fucking can of beans or something. Oh, dude, and it's not even like Bush's baked beans. It's like that fucking uh, Safeway name brand shit. The only <laughs> shit that you can get on food stamps. All right, Steve. I'm gonna ask you a couple questions here, okay? Um, it's not like a, it's not a lightning round, so feel free to elaborate, okay? Um, Danner or Georgia boots? Dan. Say it one more time. Your mic kind of cut out. 
Standard boots all the way, man. Why is that? More comfort. All right, perfect. The only reason why is because when you look at the tag and it says fine crafted 100% made in the USA, you know it's going to be comfortable. Um, a day of sitting at the blow-up swimming pool or Daytona 500? Dude, Daytona 500 all the way, man. Raise hail, praise Dale. <laughs> okay. Um, would you rather... Okay. Would you rather drink beer for a living but be labeled as a liberal or have a nine-inch cock that only gets hard with Viagra? Nine-inch cock. Continue. Next question. <laughs> That's the easy one. You wouldn't you, want to drink beer for a living? No, dude. You're going to put the fucking L word on my head. I'm going to slap the shit out of you. <laughs> All right. I just got kind of scared. All right. Bring back Kobe or 15 years of Big 45? 15 years of Big 45. That's an easy one. That's probably the easiest one yet. I mean, we already got fucking four years in the book. This is the greatest, greatest goddamn thing that's ever happened in this fucking country. You know, you got somebody that don't give a fuck and will say whatever the hell is on his mind. And I live by that, man. I mean, hey, that's the Second Amendment. Freedom of speech, motherfucker. You don't like it? Here's your goddamn ticket. See you later. Okay. All right. Would you rather suck magic? Would you rather suck Magic Johnson's dick once, or get butt fucked by Andre the Giant once a day for the rest of your life? Well, I'm not about having black things in me, so Andre <laughs> the Giant, let's go. All right. Well, that's that's uh that's all the questions. But you you would want to take that up your ass every night. It was better than have black cock in your mouth. <laughs> I wouldn't even do that in prison, even if it was like my last meal or something like that, and I had no choice. And they were like, you know what? You're on death row. You're going to suck this dick or you're going to die. I was like, all right, man. Fucking shoot me. Guys, all right. I got some listener questions for you, okay? All right. All right. And actually, uh, this, is from a, this is from a listener. Uh, she actually inspired you being on the show because she asked me uh, when Snohomish Steve is coming through. So uh, shout outs to her, okay? Hell yeah. Uh, wants to know... Uh, uh, the classic, uh, fuck, Mary kill, Bruce Jenner, Tina, and Lil Wayne. Dear God, that's a hard one. Do I get Bruce Jenner post or pre-surgery? Uh, uh, I don't know. Let's. How about how about current? Oh, fuck, Tina. How about girl dad? Oh dear God. Uh, I'll fuck Tina. <laughs> god damn i love that woman you're not gonna marry tina i'm already married to her i ain't gonna marry her twice that's, that'd just be stupid waste money it's another double wide right there god damn dude you're telling me shit my fucking tax returns and everything like that i know the kids are getting to the point where i can't claim her anymore but shit i feel like she drains the count every april uh i would kill little wayne because i don't like rap music and then I marry Bruce Jenner <laughs> only because I know that... There's some money. Yeah, it has some money. Yeah, it, dude, it's got some money, dude. Okay, this is going to be a hard question for you, okay? All right. Let's, uh, if, let's you have, if you'd have to live in any other country besides the U.S., which would it be? Germany. Why? Why the hell not? Dude, you know I got the German roots. Honestly, that is kind of a hard question now that I think about it. So... America, first and foremost, God bless the USA. I fucking love this place. But uh, I'd have to say 
Ireland or Germany. So my favorite whiskey is Jameson. And, you know, I got the Irish roots in me. But, you know, Germany as well. I mean, shit, going back to all the days in the motherland and whatnot, like, I just love that place. You know, they got good beer, good, you know, good society, shit, they got good health care, send my kids to school for free once, you know, if they ever get the goddamn grades up. But, you know, I, I probably... Do you ever help them with their homework? Yeah, I couldn't even do my own goddamn homework. How the hell am I going to help them? <laughs> Plus, <laughs> do, do they ever ask you or they know better? Oh, they know better. They'll go straight to their mama on that one. Plus, because they know if they fucking come ask me, I'll just hit them upside the head and be like, go get me another beer. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, what's your opinion on social justice warriors? There's a reason that the First Amendment exists. We'll put it that way. Go go in. I just, The social justice warriors are fucking stupid. I mean, you live in a country that's filled with fucking freedom already, and then you want a bunch of fucking equal rights on a bunch of bullshit that doesn't even fucking matter. And yet, you want to be able to come and tell me that I can't go fucking carry my goddamn pistol around and everything like that. Like, eat shit. Why do you carry a pistol around? Why the hell wouldn't I carry a pistol around? <laughs> it's kind of your answer on guns, huh? Yeah, dude. Like, I'm sorry. If I can't fucking show that I'm, you know, carrying, I don't even want to go out in public. All right, dude. And this is uh, this is the final question, okay? All right. Who's this one from? This is uh, from the same person. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Um, what is your greatest achievement? Well, I'd have to say my greatest achievement is as of recent, you know, upgrading from the double wide to the triple wide. <laughs> so, you know... Finally, uh, finally getting to see the old Winnebago sticker on the outside is is something that I'll strive for for the last about year and a half or something like that. You know, something that you always see. You know, I I watch the Daytona Five Hundred every year, and you see you see all them RVs and everything hanging out on the out on the pit, and it's just something you see every year as you're growing up as a kid, and once you get to an adult and everything like that, and you just you got to bust your ass for what you want. So about a year and a half ago, I set out a goal and said, hey, I'm going to finally upgrade myself and give me one of them things that say Winnebago on the outside and, you know, shit will be here about May. So Beautiful. Yeah. You know, is if it's not made in America, I don't want it. So That's fair, man. It's supporting the economy. Yeah. It's like that Toby Keith song. If I can't fix it with WD-40 and a Craftsman wrench, then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, Steve. Well, um... You know, we're uh, we're gonna start wrapping things up here, dude. I uh, anything you wanna leave the world with here? Anything? Uh, what's what's if what's what's something you wanna get out there? A couple things, maybe you wanna get off your chest. Uh, basically, what I'm trying to say, Steve. I run my mouth here every week. I get the shit off my chest, and I feel rejuvenated. I feel like I just took a big emotional shit, and I just want to give you the floor for a second. Uh, completely clean slate, let you get anything off your chest. You want to get out to the fucking literally hundreds of people that listen to this podcast every week, which is fucking mind blowing to me. But, um, which by the way, please tell somebody about the podcast, please rate and subscribe. Um, you know, I hate begging for that shit, but you know what it is, but, uh, Sonoma, Steve floor is yours. Anything you want to get out there. So the biggest thing for me is, uh, you know, I had to fire two people over the last couple of weeks and, uh, I really want the kids and the generation that's coming up is, 
you need to understand what hard work is and being able to show up for your job and whatnot. And, you know, even if it matters that you got to wake up in the morning, slap your neck a couple of times and, you know, get the old blue collar rolling and whatnot. You just, you need to understand that this country was built on hardworking individuals. You can't just sit here and fucking have everyone cater down to you, get on their knees and suck your dick and whatnot. And, uh, you know, I think over the next four years, we're going to have somebody that's going to be really implementing them rules and whatnot. And I just want to say again, Trump 2020. And if you got to ask why, then fuck you. That's why. Anybody you want to shout out? Um, I do want to give a old shout out for Justin Brown. He, uh, one of the good old boys down there in Alabama. You know, I went down there one time and he served me some crawfish so hot that I shit through a screen door without hitting any of the lines. And, you know, it's just one of them things that, you know, it's an experience I'll never forget, man. I remember one time he told the game warden that he'd pull the fucking hair out of his office head and beat the shit out of him for being bald. And it stuck with me ever since. So, <laughs> shout outs, dude. Yeah. Also, I do want to say shout out to Gio. I know he's uh, down there in the old California and whatnot. And I don't know why the hell he's living down there. You live Washington. And I know it's a pretty fucked up state, too. But hey, man, we. Uh, we miss that brown ass up here, so you know we'll we'll see when you get back home, brother. Hey, Gio, love you, dog. All right, man. Lord Petty out this bitch. Snowman Steve out this bitch. It's been a pleasure, man. Hey, thanks for having me. No, I just can't wait to get back home to the fucking holler. I'm tired of being this goddamn yuppie bill. <laughs> <and> shit. <laughs> All right, we out. Put Cheatham on the map like nobody